Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Kyle C. started his journey as a comic at just 12 years old. By the time he was 18, he had become the youngest headlining comedian in the Pacific Northwest. Since then, he's had over 100 appearances on film and television hosted number one specials on Comedy Central, as well as ranked number one on Comedy Central's stand-up showdown. Although in 2010, his career path took a drastic turn. Cease came to the realization that he no longer wanted to be a comic, and started going down the path of becoming a transformational speaker. This is the story of Kyle's own transformation. The constant feeling of when something happens, I'll be happy. I, I would just always think when I get the next gig or when I get the next movie or when I book this part or when I get to date this person, I'll be happy. And I think one of my first awakenings was the revelation that I was always thinking that and seeing other people thinking that. A lot of other people were very successful in their head thinking, when do I book the next movie? When do I get the next thing? And I know that a lot of listeners watching this right now have in their head right now something that when they go, when that happens, I'll be happy. When I get that job, when I let go of this relationship, when I get over this addiction, I'll be happy. And I started realizing that as I was getting these things, they were the source of my happiness. So I was actually in fear. I'd be like, well, what if I lose this? And, and I better get the next thing and I better keep going. And it just started this constant chasing. And a huge shift in my life was when I left the thinking of when something happens, I'll be happy and move towards a new belief, which is when I'm happy, things will happen. And by happy, I mean okay with all of myself. I mean, not just big fake smile, but okay with myself as is. Okay with my pain, okay with my shame, okay with my darkness, okay with my anger, okay with myself. And I've been in an ongoing practice of being okay with both myself, the world, and just becoming more and more present and accepting of myself. And ironically, as I'm not chasing certain things, more amazing things just come to me. And I started realizing that if I'm chasing something, I'm actually saying it completes me. And if I'm instead connected to myself and more okay with myself, other things that I wasn't even anticipating and could be even more of an amazing surprise can come to me. And how many times do we need to keep getting the thing before we realize that's not where our happiness is? So I stopped chasing and started being. I started listening. And this is where life actually told me, you're done being a stand-up comic, and I have more exciting things for you that you would never have thought of. 
and I realized that there is a space that has something bigger for me than anything that my ego could have come up with. And so that's what I do. I listen to the now and then do what it says. Living in the moment is the way Kyle lives his life. Living this way not only makes it easier to be honest with yourself, but also shows others what the real you is really all about. Um, I feel like if I planned ahead, you wouldn't be hearing me. You'd be hearing something I prepared. Mm. And if I was doing something that I prepared, it would be because I want to get something from someone. You know, we say, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? That question implies there is a right or wrong way. And how do you measure that? Like, did it sell something? Did people like it? Did I get approval from the audience? So I also feel that in the moment, we're always feeling something. Mm. Like, if you just say what you're feeling, then you actually create a space where the person across from you or the audience goes, oh, I know what that feels like, and I can connect with you. But in trying to prepare something, often we block what we're feeling and then bring something that we prepared earlier in the day, and people miss out on the real you. This is the thing, is we live in a world where we don't say what we're thinking. We say what we think people want to hear. For me, not preparing is so much easier and so much more true. And there's so many amazing moments from that, right? And people go, I don't know how you do that. And I remind people, well, when you go to a restaurant, you don't have a set list. You don't sit there and think, first I'll ask them if they have pets and if they like ice cream. You'll actually just say what you feel. And in that space, you have a two-hour off-the-cuff conversation. So that's all we're doing. So what I believe is all you are is this moment right now. Everything that you perceive about yourself from your past... It doesn't exist right now. You're just sitting here. So if you take a deep breath, you might have these little images of what your past story is, like things that happen to you, things that you feel reactions to, whatever. But if I actually realize that everything that I think I am from past accomplishments or future accomplishments or that I, I have as goals or whatever are not me, that I'm just this space that those ideas show up in, then often they might leave right? Let's say you have a thought, no one likes me because no one liked me at that one thing in the past. Okay, who's saying that? It's just a thought. It's not you. It's a thought that comes from evidence of one thing in the past, but that doesn't mean that's you, right? So that thought shows up and you just let it be there. So where are these thoughts coming from? They're just thoughts that we have, these things that we think. And usually we think that those thoughts are bigger than us and then we resist them. All those things that we think we are that feel limited. You know, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, I'm scared. The only thing we have as evidence of that is our past, right? I'm not enough because that one time. He doesn't know my story though. My story, my past, it's not what you are. Most people think the things that are temporary are the permanent things, right? The temporary passing, I'm going through a breakup. You don't understand that in a month you're gonna be okay. When you're in a low, when you're feeling bad, you think that thing you're feeling is how you're gonna feel forever, which is what makes it feel worse. You know what I mean? When you're in a low, you're like, this is my life now. This is it. Or when you're in a high, you also get extra high because you think, this is my life now. I've fallen in love with this person. So we're together forever and I'm always going to feel like this. They're the one. Then a month later, you're like, is this my life forever? <laughs> And, you're, and, then, and then it goes back and forth and you don't get that all of your emotions are temporary. They're passing things. But there is this thing in this moment right now that I feel is permanent. 
This thing that you can feel, just this silence, this space. I've had so many things that have shown up and left that I once thought were my reality, that it feels like parts of me continue to die, and I allow them to die. Despite all of his massive accomplishments, Kyle claims that they're in the past and they don't matter anymore. So most of our pain comes from believing, I believe, that we should keep holding on to these things that are really heavy in our lives. Even in physical examples, like just there's a lot of us that have an attic full of things, right? A lot of those things are things that your past thinks you should have, but they're not necessarily what your heart would want right now, right? Like this is something I inherited or I should keep this and one day show my kids, right? So to give you an example for me, I had a top Comedy Central special in 2006 and I was cleaning a couple years ago and I found this huge poster and it was something I'm so proud of and I was like, should I keep this? And I was like, my mind comes up with a justification for why I should keep that. And I believe when your mind comes up with a justification, that means you don't want it. I don't justify to anybody why I do this for a living. I don't justify who my family is. I don't justify who my best friends are to anybody. But there are some of us that have situations like, well, I do not like that person, but they were nice to me that one day. I don't like, yeah, that, that job sucks, but I will get medical in six months, right? You're allowing yourself to lower yourself to your mind understanding why you're ignoring your body. So I believe there's two voices that we all have. There's a first voice that tells you the next step and it can only tell you the next step, right? So those are those quick inspired moments that show up that say things like, what if we left this company? You can't see what'll happen, right? It's that first voice. You, it's before you realize you might go broke. It's that first moment. <laughs> what if we leave this company? Or what if we ask that person out? Or that inspired moment that goes, what if I just flew to Italy right now? Or started that book or that band? Or took piano lessons for a year and just locked them down now? Whatever it is. It's an inspired thing. You know what I mean? I believe that feeling is a preview. But it can't tell you why you should do that because you've never done that. So this first voice, that voice that we hear in our body, especially when you're silent or you're in a really good mood, you're laughing and you say something like, we should, whatever, say something kind of crazy. That's amazing. How free would you be if you were just like, yeah, we might screw this up, but awesome. I love that, right? What will I also become if I'm willing to make a mess, but also it's my calling, it's something in me that says I need to do this. So that's the first voice. But we've trained ourselves to ignore this voice and listen to the second voice that I believe is a collection of the average society. You know, it's what we learned. It's the practical voice, the voice that says I need to be responsible. And it's the should voice. Whenever you say I should do, where are you getting that from? What society says. But we forget society's kind of crazy. There's a lot of unhappy people there, a lot of addictions, a lot of stuckness, right? A lot of murders, a lot of like, why are we using them as the, the bellwether that we should get our advice from, right? So this first voice goes, I think we should do this. And we go right to this voice that says why we shouldn't. Oh, and I went off on a tangent, but what I was going to say was with the poster, I thought I had a justification for why I should keep it. I, I one day might want to show a kid, if I have a child, like I might want to show them this poster. Which, by the way, what day will that be? Like, it's time for me to show you my accomplishment in 2006, honey. <laughs> like, we're holding things and we don't realize that day will never actually happen. So I took this poster to the garbage because it wasn't a 10 in my body. It's a story of who I was, not who I am now. 
And I said, I'm just going to release this. And it was scary as hell. And I feel, I feel the more scary it is, the more change you're going to feel. So I dropped it in the dumpster and I turned around and I had this freedom release. I unhooked myself from thinking I was that comedian. And I realized if I have a child one day, which I do now have, they'd much rather have my presence. My presence as many moments as possible than me bragging about some accomplishment I made 20 years ago. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.